Welcome to Design 30. My name is Jason Bilyeu, and in this podcast, I provide design strategies and tools to improve creativity, innovation, and overall design confidence. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Design 30 podcast. Today, I was thinking we would do another fake facts episode. That's fake FAQs. And I believe this is fake facts number three. It's also episode number 43, which is pretty crazy. I can't believe it's already been 43 episodes. It's, uh, I don't know, flying by. Going to be at 100 before we know it. So, yeah, like I said, today is a fake facts episode. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the first fake frequently asked question. Actually, this first one is somewhat real. Uh, I did have someone uh, ask this on Instagram as a comment, and I'm pretty sure, I don't know, I think I've talked about it a few times, but... I don't think I've talked about it recently. So here we go. What does the 30 mean in design 30? So the name design 30, the original idea actually came from something that I used to do at a company I worked at like five, yeah, just about five years ago. And every other Friday, they would do this thing called beer 30 and essentially what beer 30 was was at 4:30 on that friday everyone would go down and meet in the main uh, little cafeteria area and they actually had beer on tap at that company so people would hang out grab a beer it was just kind of like a little bit of a social hour so that's where like my first idea of this came from was design 30 is you know that's when it's time to work on a designs or to learn about design. So it's design 30. So it's a little bit of a play on words for that. Um, And then there's also a little bit of inspiration from kind of the whole, the whole 30 concept. Uh, I don't know if anyone listening has done the whole 30 diet, but I actually tried that. It was a little over a year now, a year and a half ago, did the whole 30 diet and, And it was actually a pretty good experience, pretty difficult if you've ever tried to do it. Um, But so this is also based a little bit off that. And so the idea is there's these design 30 strategies and tools and principles that if you follow are going to improve your design skills the same way that if you follow the whole 30 diet, uh, it's going to improve your eating habits. It's going to improve your health. Uh, different things like that. And then finally, I just thought, uh, honestly, Design 30 just kind of rolls off the tongue. Sounds cool. Seems like a pretty good name. So that's where it came from. Second question is, do you actually use risk maps? So in the last episode, I talked about this tool of a risk map where you kind of rate the probability of a risk occurring and then what's the impact of it happening. And the answer to this question is yes, I do use them, especially at work recently. We've been diving into risk maps quite a bit more. And when you're early on in a project, especially a project that uh, is risky, and this specific project I'm referencing 
we're looking at building a new piece of technology that's never existed before. Uh, well, a new system that's never existed before. And it's built up of all these subcomponents, which are new pieces of technology in and, in and of themselves. So in that case, there's a lot of different risks associated with, with each little uh, module, essentially. So a risk map is a really good way to just kind of get all of your risks out on a board and to figure out which ones to put your time into, which ones to focus on, uh, which ones, uh, if you dedicate your time, energy, and money, are you going to be able to mitigate and which ones should you mitigate uh, to keep the project going and to give you confidence that uh, there's not too much risk in the project. Uh, so the idea there is that if there's too much risk, the project will probably get canceled because it's not going to be worth the time and money. Uh, so if you can mitigate those risks early, there's a better chance of that pro project actually continuing and you releasing the product. Next question. What's the best book you've read this year? And this one, this is a tough one. Um, I know I made up these questions, so <laughs> I'm asking myself these tough questions. You'd think I already have the answer in my head, but I've read a lot of good books over the last year. Uh, I think the one that sticks out the most is the Lean Product Playbook. And this is one that I've referenced in a lot of episodes, even from the very beginning, the very start of the podcast. Uh, and it's it just has so many practical tools for kind of like the risk map. It goes into risk maps. It goes into a lot of other different uh, little graphs and plots that you can make to help determine whether or not there's a market for your product or whether it's something that people are going to want. What needs is it filling? And he does a really good job. I mean, it really is a playbook of how how you go about developing a product that is you know lean. That means that you're not adding all of these features that you know, might be cool, or maybe they're fun for the engineers to work on, but they don't really add value to the customer and they don't really help improve your product and its performance in whatever market you're going for. So the Lean Product Playbook would definitely, I think that would be the top of my list, although there's definitely some close seconds as well. Uh, third, no, fourth question. Do you call yourself a designer? And... I would say I do call myself a designer, uh, also an engineer, but the way I define design is simply an organized approach to solving complex problems. So looking at it through that lens, then a lot of us really are designers. You can design all sorts of things. Uh, I, I would argue that managers are designing processes for their team. Uh, they're designing different ways to bring the team together. There's all of these, I mean, it's a complex problem. Leading people is a complex problem and you really need an organized approach to do it. So that's why it falls into my definition of design. Obviously engineering, you're designing all sorts of different new parts and components. Uh, it depends on what kind of engineer you are, but in all, I would say in all different fields of engineering, you're still solving complex problems and there's usually some sort of, well, ideally you're using an organized approach to solve those problems. Uh, in my case, I actually do a lot of CAD design uh, using SolidWorks or Fusion 360. And so I use that at work for a lot of the design I'm doing. And then also in some of the uh, side projects I'm working on, uh, shout out to Montana EDC. I've also been designing a lot of those products. 
Um, obviously, the initial concepts are done in uh, you know working with Stephen, the owner of Montana EDC. How we work out the concepts, and then I dive into the CAD side, make those models, make engineering drawings, that sort of thing. So yes, I would call myself a designer. All right, last question for this uh, fake facts on a Friday. How important is writing to a designer? I would say it's very important. Writing is one of the best ways to communicate ideas. It's also a really good way to help you organize your thoughts and help you uh, maybe just communicate an idea almost to yourself. Helps you understand your ideas and what you're thinking. It's also crucially important when you're trying to uh, reach out to customers, when you're trying to communicate with uh, maybe it's a company that you're working with. I mean, there's so many different reasons to work on your writing skills. And this is actually one of the reasons why I started uh, the Design 30 Substack as well, is just to build the skill of writing. So it is, it's like everything else. You just got to practice and you get rusty at it. And the more you write, the better you get, the easier it becomes. And yeah, I think it's something that is crucially important, if not just for yourself and organizing your thoughts, also being able to communicate those thoughts to customers, clients, companies, uh, even if you're just writing a simple Instagram post, you know, being able to write well is incredibly important for designers and obviously really for everyone. Okay, that's the end of the fake facts for this week. As always, you can find Design30 on Instagram. You can also become a free or a paid subscriber to the Design30 Substack. And then also you can subscribe on YouTube. Please uh, share this episode or share whichever one of your favorite episodes is with your friends, families, uh, coworkers, anything like that. That is probably one of the best ways you can support the podcast. And I will leave it there for today. As always, remember, design more, despair less. Thanks for listening.